My name is Tyler Janae, and you are listening to the Turbulence Podcast. On today's episode, we get the chance to have a conversation about long-distance relationships. During this pandemic, it seems like it may not be a good time to start or even maintain a relationship with someone who lives further away. But we have a guest who is a sex expert and certified sex coach who shares tips on how to keep the intimacy alive with your partner. Hey, Davia, how are you? And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. This is, I love it. I just love it. (laughs) Of course. Of course, for those for my listeners, I reached out to Davia because I saw that she was already talking about some of the things that I kind of wanted to dive in and, you know, have a girl chat about anyway. So can you just tell us first before we go on, what is a certified sex coach? Okay. I mean, for me, because everybody has their own kind of journey into this industry. (laughs) I guess it seems so much larger on my end than other people because they're like, oh my gosh, you're so taboo. But for me, being a certified sex coach and sex expert, as people love to claim us and call us, really started with me with my bachelor's. And even before that, because I was totally the child who was in tune with her sexuality and sensuality, but didn't really know what that looked like. I'm Jamaican. I was born Mm. in Jamaica. I come from a very patriarchal family. So, you know, God, man, woman, child. Nobody was talking to me about sex. Like, it was just something that was so interesting to me. And I was in the AOL chat rooms. I was grinding on the couches. It felt good. I was going to indulge in it. And my natural curiosity was like, well, what is this? Like, why won't anybody talk to me about this? Like my mom, she had a mantra for me at night. So it was always like, Davia, you're going to go to elementary school. You're going to go to middle school. You're going to go to high school. You're going to go to college. You're going to be a doctor. And I used to stop her. Well, you know, when I got a little older, I stopped her and she'll always remind me, and she was like, Davia, you asked me like, so when do I get a boyfriend? Because I wanted to know, like, you know, when I got all this work to do, when do I have some pleasure and some fun? Some yeah. fun time. Mm-hmm. So I was also in the AOL chat rooms, you know, the ASL. Uh, <laughs> I was watching people cyber sex. And I was like, I got to know more about this. And, you, and I don't know if a lot of people know that Zane, the erotic writer, novels. She actually got it started. I'm, I'm- very familiar with them. Sorry, mom. (laughs) I'm very familiar with those novels. Believe me, that introduced a lot of things to me. Go ahead. It did for me. And people don't really know that she actually got started in AOL chat rooms, like just putting her erotica out there. And the way she draws you in, it's like you're there and you're actually taking part or at least being a voyeur and feeling all this natural pleasure and juiciness forming and building in our bodies and I was like oh my god like I gotta get more of this I gotta know more so I was constantly getting books I was constantly trying to figure out what I could pick up in the library I was whatever information I got I would share with my friends I was just taking to the sex stores that were around I'm in Chicago 
So we would have like porn parties where we would dissect the porn that was going on. We would drink red wine. I remember that specifically. It was always red wine. When you talk about like the sex stores, like I feel like college was the first time that I did that with my friends too. Like it was like taboo. It was kind of like, ooh, like we're old enough to be in here. Like let's see what's going on. Now, I don't know if I was necessarily old enough to drink. Mm, Sorry. But (laughs) legally, I should say in the U.S. of A. But. I was definitely old enough to venture in and walk into um, an adult store. So the stores for me were the Pleasure Chest, Early to Bed, and Tulip Galleria, which is no longer around, unfortunately. And I would just take my roommates and friends on a tour. I would have them like go in deeper on what's the safe products to use, materials, um, how to use it, what they want to know. Squirting was a, a huge, and I guess it's still very huge in just communication with our friends because either you know how to do it or you want to learn how to do it (laughs) that's such a taboo thing too because it's like with some guys that you're with like they want you to do that but then it's other guys who are like trying to get you to and you just sometimes don't really know how your body works in that way because i mean i've had a conversation with friends who were able to do that Mm -hmm. themselves but you know whenever they introduce a partner it's not the same And so that's always been like a tricky situation. (laughs) It is and it isn't. And I mean, yeah, I'm a sidetrack and say this and then we'll go into long distance. But those who are, uh, and this is, you know, so tricky to say too, just due to everybody names their bits and pieces differently and things like that. So I don't want to take away from anybody's human experience. But those who are born with vulvas, vaginas, and have their equipment there, you are able to learn how to squirt. Like you are compatible and you can learn how to squirt. And really what it takes is you trusting yourself first and foremost. Um, Learn how to squirt by yourself before you introduce a partner because squirting is such a vulnerable place of, and just orgasming and feeling pleasure is vulnerable in itself, but releasing and totally being able to let go that wall Because it's a wall you have to let go of. Like, you have to release that wall. Mm -hmm. When you truly learn how to let that go, the floodwaters are going to just keep flowing and flowing. And you'll get to the point where I am at where I'm like, can I not wet the bed? (laughs) I don't want to feel any wetness. I don't want to change the sheets. Like, (laughs) can we just play? Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to do that. That's annoying. (laughs) But nobody wants to lay in the wet spot either. Wow, so you've been on this journey for a while now. And I feel like you must be quite comfortable with your sexuality. So I know we're going off the topic of long distance. (laughs) We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But I got some questions first. So how is it for you when you're like dating guys and, and you decide to be more intimate with them and then they find out that you are a sex coach? Like, does it intimidate oh them God. or like make them feel? It is. It's very intimidating for people. It's not just where I'm at in the industry. It's how I enter the room. Mm. One of my top classes, workshops is Good Pussy Energy. I'm currently building out Mm -hmm. a platform so I can bring other women on and kind of make it like a sorority type of thing, but not as strict. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Really laid back, but it's how you enter the room. It's how you carry yourself. It's the energy you bring around too. So I already come into the room like, Whatever I want is mine. That's it. Uh (laughs) There's no ifs, ands, or buts. 
And then they get to know you because they're like, oh, I need to know who this person is. And so you're sitting, they're sitting down mm-hmm. talking with me. And I never fully release at all in the first, probably not even on the first night that I'm in the sex industry. Because then they're going to be like, wait, you do porn? I'm like, no. So I when don't. they have deemed themselves worthy for me to even open up and talk about what I do for work completely, it is another spotlight of curiosity for them because they're like oh wait okay I have so many questions and then I'm like hold on you know mm-hmm. if you really want to enter like a, a relationship with me I'm not gonna just throw up and everything that's out there because this is years and years and years of study and work and everything like that we can learn together I'm always looking for a partner who is willing to move to the next level with me because again we're never the same person in any relationship, in any journey, as far as work, our sexuality, whatever it is that we were in the beginning. We are evolving beings. I'm never the person that yeah. I was last year or five years ago. So I'm always telling my partners, if you're willing to join this journey with me and learn and just stay open and just be honest and upfront, I don't have time for the jealousy I do work around a lot of men. <laughs> Sex is something I talk about every single day. Like it's to the point where people could talk about sex and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, let me change your outlook on that. You know, let me tweet that a little bit for you. Let me educate you. Let me change your mind. Let me add a little dazzle on there real fast for you. I love that. I think that's so interesting. I mean, for me, it's still a taboo thing for me to talk about. Like me even... You know, talking mm-hmm. about this with you and talking about squirting <laughs> is still just making me like, oh, 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 oh. you know, it's like it makes me feel more comfortable. Like it's starting to feel like it's not this taboo thing that I can't talk about because it's like sh- you're a woman, you're not right, be, right. You know what I mean? And that's where I come in. Like we're yeah, finally that's getting exactly. out of this. That's why I come mm-hmm. in and do what I ha- what I do because my biggest goal is for women to tap into their divine femininity whatever that looks like for them and tap into that deep, raw sexuality and sensuality that they have and live that out unapologetically. Like that is my biggest goal. Uh, for women. And I want to surround myself with those women. Like, yes, I still want to be an educator and an expert in this field, but I also want to like magnify those women because there's just something beautiful and just alluring. Speaking about sensuality, it brings us back to the topic of the conversation that we're having today, which is about keeping up and keeping the spice in long Mm -hmm. distance relationships. So what are some things that you recommend for like the newbies, the people who are not used to this long distance thing, they were able to see their partner, but then quarantine happened and now it's just like, it's a struggle. So like, what do you recommend for the newbies out there who are trying to stay intimate with their partners during quarantine? And my number one is probably going to expand far beyond just the newbies. There's people who've been like long distance. I had one couple who were long distance for almost 10 years, which that's not my type Mm -hmm. of thing. But I was like, I love it because you guys have the strongest like communication skills. And I just like, let me get to that point. But (laughs) for the newbies and those who are also just in a a long-term, long-distance relationship, my number one thing is, especially now with everything going on in the world, because it's not just affecting the U.S. or our cities or our states, this is affecting the whole globe, Mm -hmm. is to not take yourself too serious right now. It's okay. It's okay to 
relax. It's okay to feel scared, sad, whatever your feelings are. It's absolutely okay. It's absolutely okay. Now, once you have realized that whatever you're feeling is absolutely okay, it's time to learn how to communicate. Communication is number one for any relationship, near, far, next door, or whatever. You have to have a sense of communication. And everybody's sense of communication is going to be a little different. You might not be the person that just spill out like, oh my gosh, I just had a hard day today or I had a great day. You might be somebody who's like, well, let me text this. Or you might be somebody who's like, let me write a letter. Whatever that is, Mm -hmm. just make sure that you're constantly communicating. And communication allows you to release so many things that we are like our egos. Let's talk about our egos real quick. Our egos are, is that part of us who are just telling us that we're not good enough or this, that, what have you, this is happening. That's not really happening. And if we listen to everything our Mm. egos are saying to us, we will probably be labeled crazy. And usually if you just talk to your partner and just laid your ego to rest for a second like we need our ego we need balance but if you just laid your ego to Mm. rest for a second and just like hey babe i've just been feeling really insecure today or you know whatever it is and i just want to let you know that so that you're not thinking like what's going on with her why isn't she and you know blah 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 listen to your intuition ego intuition are two different things (laughs) but all the things that you're creating in your mind and these scenarios that are are something you just exactly you created them they don't even actually exist you could put that to rest and your partner's like oh you know i'm just really sorry i've just been working really hard i'm just trying to make sure my company stays afloat i'm sorry if you felt neglected whatever it is and then you can then move on to the next step which is like okay so how do we make sure we don't get back to this place again it's true. Like we, mm-hmm. we might have a problem and we're like, oh, I can't believe he did X, Y, and Z. And then we tell mm-hmm. everybody, we tell mom, we tell sisters, but we don't tell them that we have the issue. And to me, there's so many times I've had situations with guys that I'm talking to. And it's just like, if I would have just told them in that moment, what was going on, like, I'm sure mm-hmm. none of this other stuff mm-hmm. would have happened. So listeners, you hear that communication is extremely important when it yes. comes to relationships. I've coined this as the sexual menu. Other people might have it as like a yes or maybe list, um, things you want to do or whatever it is. I'm going to keep the sexual menu because I can't even think of the other names people have right now. (laughs) But a sexual menu, and this is for the first date. This is for the, you know, the 15th date. This is after the wedding, whatever it is, because you're always going to evolve as a person and in your sexual journey. As long as you make the intention to do so. This is a list where you're like, okay, these are the things that I really like sexually. Like you have three columns. These are the things that I really like sexually. I really like my nipples played with. I really like strip tease and dancing. I really like being on camera. Like I have no problem with that. I'm not shy. Your maybes could be... Um, I really would like to get more into, you know, maybe incorporating a toy. Maybe that's not something that we do on a normal basis. And even now, so it's like, okay, how do I incorporate toys where we can still have that sense of connection? But maybe we can incorporate like app control toys because he can or they can be wherever they are in the world and still control my pleasure. No list can be 
I don't want to send spread open pussy pics. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> um, uh-huh, I hear you. And this is something you can send to your partner. You can do it separately and then you guys can exchange it. And then usually what I find out with my clients are that that maybe list usually is something that the other partner also wants to try out. And they've just kind of been avoiding it because they've never really communicated that to each other. Yeah. Your maybe list. So those are things that you don't necessarily do often Mm -hmm. if you're interested. And it could even be, I mean, and I'm using innocence very in an entertaining way. Right. Very loose. Loose. (laughs) It Uh could even be like watching porn together (laughs) or more ethical porn. I don't know. Whatever it is. You know, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum right now (laughs) or ever. And then I also find out that usually the no side are things that people have had that their partner has done to them or with them that they don't necessarily like mm-hmm. having done to them and their partner doesn't necessarily like doing it. And then I'm always like, so you guys have been together for, I don't know, like three years now. And you guys now have not once said to each other, like, I don't really like doing that. And I don't really like receiving that. Look at all that time wasted. That you could have been doing something else. <laughs> You're so right. Because when I think about myself, I'm like, why don't I just tell him I want him exactly. to do that? No it's more. like you don't want to make your guy feel bad. You don't want him to feel like he's inadequate. Okay. What's the best way to communicate to your guy when you don't like Damn, something? You don't want to shut down your partner that's why i highly recommend this is not done in bed Mm -hmm. or during the intimate session this is something you kind of talk about outside of the bedroom or whatever intimate session that you're having because and it's the way you say it so you know i know we've always heard it's not what you said it's how you said it and you don't want to be like babe i just like i can't even believe you would even touch me like that you know you don't ever want to say that either because You know, our partners are very intimate and vulnerable situation. They don't ever want to feel exactly. They don't want to feel like they can't pleasure you or please you. So you want to be like, hey, babe. And it could be like FaceTiming as you're on a walk. You know, this is for the long distance relationship people. Or you're like cooking dinner and you have them on FaceTime, whatever it is. Or just on the phone. You're like, hey, you can do it in this way. Like, I just would really love... And you can kind of paint the picture for them. I like that. I like that. <laughs> if, you know, next That's time a cute way. when we have an intimate session on camera, I'm going to give you this hole to tap into this app. And I want you to tell me where you want, you know, just kind of create it into what it is that you're wanting. Or it could be, I really love it if you could just give me some direction. I kind of want to lay back and you tell me what it is that you're into. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. Whatever. Just What's keep- one thing a woman can do right now in order to improve her confidence in bed? All my people, no matter what the, your bits are, it's to name your genitals, your pleasure bits. For me, I have named, and I like the word pussy, so you're going to hear me use that a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> Do your thing, girl. Do your thing. They know what they were getting into when they listened to this episode. I like to name my pussy Crush Velvet. Like, she is royal. She is soft. She's luxurious. Luxurious. She just looks elegant. Ooh, yes. Luxurious. Exactly. Like, I can find a name. Let me think. And when you're naming her, like, you got to put some energy into that name. So, 
I've had clients who've named theirs Miss Juicy, and I felt that on every level, brown sugar, fat, fat. I've heard it all. And I'm like, okay, you know, and you can even ask your partner, like, remember the last time I gave you head? Like, if it's not your genitals that you're talking about, like, what would you name my throat? Or if it's the other partner, like, what would you name my tongue? And allow them to also give names and things like that. And and first of all, it's going to be a turn on for you because they're going to really like, and you can also tell them, like, really think about it first. Like, what's the name? When they give Mm -hmm. you that name, it's a booster. It's a like, oh, damn, that's how you feel. Like, my throat is magic. Yes, yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, Zini throat. I love it. Yes. And just allow and have fun with that because the last thing you want to do is be deep into your intimate session, your phone sex session. And he's like, I want to caress your bottom and eat your vagina. And you're sitting there like, oh my gosh, stop. Stop the show. Be <laughs> like, that's not it. That's not it. Um, and the same goes with your partner too. So if you don't like the word penis and you would rather use the term cock, dick, I don't know, lingam, which lingam and yoni are Sanskrit words for lingam is obviously the phallic, the penis, the cock. And yoni is your sacred. I have a a question now because I know, yes, this Mm -hmm. is long distance relationships, but we are our own people. We are our own individuals. And so it's like, how can we make sure that we're keeping the intimacy alive, not only with our partner, but with ourselves? Master dating yourself. You don't even have to incorporate play right away. And this can look like self-care. So master dating for me, just to paint this, the picture, would either be me drawing a bath. I'm a water child. I love being around water, hearing water, whatever. I have to be by water. I like lighting candles. I like pouring my bath salts or bath oil. And I'll sometimes even bring in like my water submergible toy with me just in case you know just to tease and and everything like that and turn on your playlist so this could look like a breast massage like just looking in the mirror and just massaging your breasts and just thanking your breasts for being there how small perky big whatever it is like speak life into your body like this is the only body you have Put your hands on your womb, on your vulva, on your, on whatever you want to feel and just bring back life. And also, I don't want to say apologize, but yeah, apologize to these places if you've ever like sought small of them or little of them. If I have uh, clients who've gone through breast cancer and everything like that, and they're learning how to, to restart this relationship with their breasts, I'm going to say touches is the biggest thing you can do right now. Get some olive oil in your hand, warm it up and create a sensual massage for them. Just touch them, touch your nipples, your area, like every bit of your breasts and just say, thank you. Or I love you. Or, you know, just use your affirmations, create affirmations for this. And I do have some free affirmations for listeners out there too, that I'll let you guys know in a little. It could also be lotioning your body, oiling your body. Like these are just things that we kind of think of everyday things, right? Because at the end of the day, you shower every day. You're you're putting, you're moisturizing your body every day, mm-hmm. even washing your face, 
morning and night, putting on makeup, putting on clothes to get ready, working out, oh, whatever it is. Worshiping and honoring yourself. Yes. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for that, Davia. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this information. Like I know the women <laughs> listening are writing down some things. They're already thinking yeah. about what they're going to put on their menu. <laughs> believe me, that's what I'm going to do as soon as we get off this, this interview yes. is figure out my maybes and my yeses and my noes. I love that. So can you go ahead and just let our audience know where they can find Basically you? Basically all social media platforms at Frosted Pleasure. I'm usually on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter the most. Twitter is the place where I kind of talk shit about shows and how they should add more sex positivity and things like that. But <laughs> definitely join me on those platforms um, to learn more about my services. I work with couples. Um, I work with women specifically. I do work with men solo as well. We do have to go through another what is it that I want to say? Another level of just going through how I can help you and and how we can work together. Um, mm. And I also do like group classes and coaching. So if you do have a group of people and you're like, oh, I really want her to come in and I'm definitely that person. You can find me at Exotica, Exotica TV. You can find me with Temptation Desire Resorts, which is your adult only resorts. We do well, cruises, not until next year, but <laughs> the adult-only resorts is in Mexico. So definitely, when it's time, come on out there. It's topless or clothing optional. Depends on which to. Yes. Um, I will be at the Taboo All About Sex Show in Canada. So you can find me in a lot of places. And I do teach all over the country and also in Europe. So, yeah, just... Reach out and I will be there. Awesome. Thank you. This was so much fun. 